0: Welcome to the Horsewise podcast with Lynn Reardon, where we share stories of horses and people and what they teach each other. On today's episode, we have part two of the interview with Penny Reeves of Graymar Farm. Penny is a multidisciplined show instructor, trainer, and competitor. And on today's interview, we talk about the importance of horsemanship over show scores. I hope you enjoy the show and have a wonderful day. In part one of the interview, Penny and I had just finished a discussion of how she had first gotten drawn into the Western show world and how much she loved the different disciplines within it. The conversation then turned to the role of horsemanship as opposed to the importance of horse show scores. We return now to the interview.
1: I enjoy showing. I still enjoy showing today. Um, And I believe some people enjoy showing. It's a goal, you set yourself a goal and you have steps to reach that goal. But like you said, if the ribbons or the goal itself become a score only, everything, then that's overlooking the journey, which is the relationship and the listening and the the communication you're developing, which is far more. God, when you're my age and have done what I've done, is far more important. I don't even. If I go to a show now, I don't even pick up my ribbons because I don't need a ribbon.
0: Right. It's, it's not it's, about that It's anymore. not about the
1: ribbons anymore. Right. It's about um, the and, partnership.
0: Right. Yeah. And, you, and you've always focused on that with, Penny's basically raised, a, I feel like, a generation and a half of awesome <laughs> show kids that are now wonderful young adults. And you've always emphasized that in preparing them for shows that, you know, sportsmanship, how is your horse doing? So I thought you had probably one of the best programs I've ever seen for that. Where they, they, they of course take their, their show patterns seriously. They study them. They practice. They prepare. But there would be a thing. Hey, your horse isn't feeling too good. Do something different in the warm up ring. There was never this sense of. Well, you missed that You missed that turn. I can't so you, believe you so did you that. you suck, right? You I suck. think
1: that comes from me showing. Yes. I know how yeah, okay, easy you it is to it. finish a pattern and go,
0: Ooh, oh, I forgot to back. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, dang it. Exactly. It happens. And you so know. I think that's yeah. the thing
0: that you really just... You know, keep. the
1: other thing I really like that's kind of a philosophy that I have... Um, is I, I can train, I can get on your horse, I can ride it four days a week, and I can make it a, a, a more mm-hmm. a proficient athlete doing what you want to do. But I want you to be able to do it because I'm not riding that horse in a show pen. That's you right. are. And it may take longer to get there. But what you will have gained from struggling because it's not easy at all. The best riders sit up there and make it look like nothing is going on. Right. When in fact there have been years and months of right. work to create that effective, almost invisible communication with a horse to make it look like nothing's going on. It looks like it's easy. And man, when you, and we see the kids and adults out here achieve that level and they've gone through, you know, the ups and downs of of,
0: the day to day, the boring days. Yeah. And, and frustration
1: shh. when you, when sometimes it's, you go, you know what? Today's not working. Let's just go out and ride on a trail. Right, <laughs> let's right. not do, it. we're not training. ain't working good today. Right. I got a teammate and my four legged teammate is saying, I'm not in it today.
0: Right. And right. so
1: what do you do? You honor that teammate. Right.
0: Right. And
1: you say, okay, let's, let's maybe stop, work on us back four steps. Oh, you did good. Let's go out on a trail. Ride. Right. 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 Let's do something fun together. together.
0: Yeah. Don't get Um, into a grind. Don't Don't. overtrain.
1: You can over. Humans overtrain. We can overtrain horses. Happens all the time.
0: Does. Uh, Not only does it
1: lead to mental burnout uh, uh, and and some emotional stuff going on, but it also leads
0: to physical injury. Right. We see it in humans. You see it in horses all the time. Definitely. You see that definitely at the racetrack too. Mm -hmm. That well, horses that don't enjoy running, maybe they're not as temperamentally suited to it, or they get pushed and they're running too much. Those horses almost always have a higher chance of injury. And that's just part of the deal, like you said. It's any other athlete. Same yes. is true for a high school football player mm-hmm. or a young gymnast. Yes. If you push beyond, you know, their kind of emotional, physical capability, you're going to get a high likelihood of injury, mm-hmm. or at the very least, so a, an individual who does not ever want to go into a gym again <laughs> yeah, yeah. or step out onto a football field. Like you can have uh-huh. this whole like extra negative. Oh, response. absolutely!
1: Gosh, and, if you show me a photo of the blue gym suits we used to wore, wear i run out of the house screaming.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, those things were so ugly no. anyway. So awful. Yeah. <laughs> and then this kind of leads me into the next thing, which has been sort of implicit and underneath everything. But I think it's this idea of horsemanship versus um, just simply horseback riding. And it's the relationship. And what would you say about that? We There was something that um, George Morris had been quoted saying, uh, I think it was about a year or two ago, where he was saying a lot of the – the young junior riders coming up through some of the more advanced program he was talking primarily about show jumping because that's his that's his discipline where they aren't doing the day-to-day stewardship they have someone paid to groom for them to train for them to condition their horse they show up for the show and they have a beautiful seat and beautiful equitation and they get on and they go through the show maneuvers the the, the course and but they have no real concept of what goes into that and he was disapproving of that he mm-hmm. felt that that was something that ultimately weakened the sport um, but what would you say that also as relates to maybe the character of young people or the, or how it affects the horse
1: itself well everybody you know we're the microwave mentality we all want oh my kids you know just started riding horses and next week we're going to a show and we're going to win a blue ribbon it doesn't happen that way i mean it shouldn't happen that way you should you know, they don't pay in your dues. It's not like it's a you know something seniority. You, yeah, it's, like, you know, it's like a hazing party or something. But sometimes but, it is. Sometimes it depends on it, yeah, your yeah. horse, right? Exactly, exactly. But it's it's there is a I think a foundation that you must, if you're truly going to be a good horseman, horsewoman. There's a foundation that you must have. That and I don't care how you can you can grow up and you know your family's thrown money at your riding career and you could be just have the best of everything you can still go back and become mm-hmm. a good horse person for sure you can learn those skills you're you're never too old to learn those skills mm-hmm. a lot of it starts on the ground has nothing to do a lot of it starts with Grooming your horse, feeling your horse's legs is anything swollen or hot? Is there a bump there that wasn't there yesterday? Mm-hmm. Do you clean your horse's stall? do you see how much water your horse drinks do you it's horse care yes it's becoming aware you know what are my horses mm, my horse today has a hard look in its eyes. My horse has soft eyes. my horse you know his nostrils are flaring uh, seems more alert i mean it's it's there's so many elements that are so yeah, I agree. Intuitive, and and when you've spent that time, you are where you are where without knowing you're aware. You have an awareness that's an intuition, it's like a tacit. About, yes. you just know it. Um, I mean, I I've gotten in my truck before and I've you know driven to the lighter workout or driven home and I turn in the driveway and go Wow, I don't even remember turning on the road. <laughs> I <don't> know, <laughs> would I it's automatic pilot, right? And I do, and I think it were you. I love seeing people, kids and humans, who are so in tune to their horse that without this you know, light bulb moment going off that says, oh my gosh, my horse is feeling whatever today, they, they just know. Right. They go and, put the halter on the horse and they go, today I had a plan to do this with a horse.
0: But, I but can my tell. horse,
1: I can feel the vibe. Or right. The, I feel like today we need to do this. Right. Ah, I love that. I and then too. the basic skill of riding. I mean, spending time, uncomfortable time in the saddle, struggling with um, good equitation, good horsemanship, good posture, effective use of your aids, mm-hmm. not overusing your hands,
0: right? not balancing Balance. on the reins.
1: Yeah. Um, all of that is just, ah, oh, it's just... It just creates, I love what it does to people, to humans, I love what that does to them in terms of their, what I call self-efficacy, their feeling of they can accomplish something, they can do something, they have the power to do something. And I don't think you can buy that. (laughs) You have to, you have to work for it. You have to experience it, Uh I agree.
0: And I think it also brings out something in people when they stop focusing on themselves so much where they can focus on the animal it's a partnership it's a partnership Mm -hmm. and and not that I mean you're a partner too you're important as well but to build in the awareness of the horse really helps you and then you know it is kind of a rapid fire high stimulation world right now right there's constant distractions constant you know pings on the phone you know things to respond to don't
1: text and ride yeah at the same time (laughs) all of
0: that but when you really focus on the horse the horse doesn't care about your instagram account or whether or not you've been i mean you know liked or shared or whatever just need you to focus and i find that that's very helpful we work with teen interns and they're all really great kids already but they uh there's a relaxation that comes From the focus and and being able to put all that aside and I think that that brings out something in people that is very soothing something that gets lost a little bit you know we're lucky we get to work outside every day Mm -hmm. we're very aware of the natural world sometimes too aware on a day like this it's very cold and rainy (laughs) which is why we're doing this podcast interview Um, but if you don't have that except when you come to ride your horse two or three times a week or in lessons or at a show then I think you can get a little bit out of balance with things.
1: And you know what I love when I watch you working with the kids here, uh, the interns, so much of the work is done on the ground.
0: Yes.
1: Which there's clearly not nearly, they're, you know, the masters of of horsemanship always start, there's, um, throughout the ages, uh, including the Western, always start with lots of groundwork. And it's so, groundwork is so important and it doesn't have to be. Say you wake up one day and you're just not quite feeling a hundred percent, but you know you have gotta go see your horse. Do some groundwork.
0: I agree. I do, agree. To
1: have some grooming time. Have some. It, it doesn't have to be, Wham, ma'am. Come on, saddle right. the horse. Get on. Let's ride. Now yeah. let's put them up. Oh, let's yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. It can um, be like
0: the slower, more of, of kind of a waltz thing that you do together and. And it doesn't have to be even in groundwork. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm lunging you for 30 minutes. You need to relax by (laughs) lunging for 30 minutes. And the horse is like, I'm not relaxing at all. But it can be, I call it sometimes it's like a horse Pilates or or a little ballet routine where you just take them through some moves and you notice, hey, you know, that left shoulder. He has a lot of trouble stepping this way. Maybe we can work on that a little bit or I can help support him. And then the horse is very aware that you're aware of his feet. And that really helps the horse trust you. And if, if, and you can also, you can spot things. You know, we have a very talented dressage rider in the internship program. And she came to realize after working with Linda Hoover, who's a, a kind of a groundwork expert, that the reason was that, that her mare tended to really plant a lot of weight on one of her front legs all the time. So of course, certain maneuvers, lateral maneuvers, going to that direction were gonna be difficult, mm-hmm. but she had never unpacked it before. And this is an excellent young rider, excellent trainer. All of that, but it's not the kind of thing that comes up when you're practicing maneuvers. So you, and you can see it on the ground, and then you see it on the ground. And when you when you when you do see that, then you can't unsee it. Then you're like, oh, now it all makes sense. It wasn't yeah. that I wasn't giving enough aid, or that she was, uh, you know, being tense on purpose. She doesn't think she can move that. I'm going to help her on the ground with a little half step and then eventually that will translate. So those things like that are really kind well,
1: of fun. Human performance. Yes.
0: It's taking, uh,
1: when you teach little kids to play basketball, they're, you know, and they're out there dribbling, they can't even dribble the ball very well.
0: I can't either. You've but, got I can't <laughs> either. but you've got to start yes. with
1: with just really basic. You're not.
0: No, and then you, you know, reward like a, a, a try in the right direction. Yes. You don't say to that kid, well, You missed that. Go and do it again. Do it again. You say, oh, did you feel that half dribble? That was Mm -hmm. really good. Let's end on that note. So you remember that. You dribble three times in a row. yay, that's great. That's really good. And then they come back and they want to try. Like, the next time they don't feel like, oh, I suck at that. I did three times in a row. Maybe maybe I could do four or five times. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing. The
1: other thing that I like, um, like, and you, uh, you mentioned it, is that horses don't live in the world of social media, and microwave mentality, and things happening immediately, mm-hmm. and rushed, rushed hurried Multicast, lives. Multitask, yeah. They, and for us to be able to allow them to and enjoy a moment in their world when things are, are nice, and comfortable, and slow, and and relaxed, and we're all breathing comfortably, <laughs> right. Oh, it's so nice for us to visit their world.
0: I agree. Because
1: we always say, come on, you got to come to my world. Yeah. Come like, on. He's like, join me over here. Yeah. And now let's, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. And, and to, to take stock of the, for humans to go, where am I today? Am I coming in to coming out to ride my horse today? full of anxiety right? over things that may have nothing to do with a horse. right? May have things to, you know, who knows what they be. Bad day you at know, work. What's, or... what's what am I bringing today to right. my ride or my interaction with my horse? Right. And do I need to leave it at the door
0: right.
1: of the stable? Yes, the stall door. Barn door. <laughs> yeah,
0: horses are like giant meditation opportunities. Um, and sometimes they're also, you know, obviously they have their own challenges. Sometimes it can be. One of those days, like if you have a teenage boy, where you're like, oh, I'm having one of those days. It's not very meditative, but I'm definitely thinking a lot on my feet. But there's something about that where, again, it is literally something larger than yourself, a horse, with very kind of clear-cut feedback in a way. And at the same time, it's also an opportunity to have a connection with the natural world. And, you know, horses have their own their own way of communicating. They have their own, like you said, they live in the moment. They're not, they're not on any other kind of mm-hmm. time frame. And it's a privilege, I feel like, to join them. You know, even on days when maybe things aren't going perfectly, maybe even especially, you learn so That's, much I've from learned their,
1: more from the, the times when things weren't going perfectly.
0: Me too. Than I have
1: from the times where things were perfect.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: that has deepened my understanding and my love and appreciation right. of, me too. Our ability to interact with these these animals. Oh, my gosh. I always love that there is a Facebook meme that I love that has the horse pulling the carriage, even mm-hmm. back in the olden days, and now it has the horse loading into the trailer, and it's a well-played Well-played horse, well-played horse. But it is, I think probably one of my biggest joys out here is to have people say, people that board their horses out here and train out here, is to say, I wish I could take a week off and just come and have a vacation and stay at Graymar. Oh,
0: that's stay, so cool
1: just enjoy this time with my horse because that's the atmosphere the environment i that's more than the ribbons that's what i like to create is that oh this is where they come to recharge and renew and you know have these moments um has nothing to do with winning or losing or even working towards something it's just time in the country with your bff
0: and, and, and you created that yeah. at Graymar, and it all came from a pony named Pinto Bean. <laughs> Back in the day, Pinto Bean only knew. If Pinto Bean, yeah. he launched. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: as we kind of come to the end of the podcast, I just wanted to see if there was something in particular that stays with you, let's say on a day that isn't going so good, because running a large facility and managing a lot of shows, there's always something that isn't quite going right, whether it's a horse thing or a septic thing or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. yeah. Are there a particular... Uh, stories or particular mottos or things that stay in your mind on those days that help you you keep you inspired even on the days that aren't so good or something that when you think about oh this hasn't been such a good day but I'm still glad I do this work
1: you know I have to say it's when I have an interaction with a horse when I have a chance to go out and you know I can be steam can be coming out my ears and my nose and You know, I'm to keep from, you know, saying. And I all of a sudden have an opportunity to be one-on-one with a horse. It just, and I'm not not to ride, not to do anything, just to go out and maybe clean their stall or do something. It's like, okay, I just needed this little 12 by 12 sanctuary to come in and spend this time kind of getting back to what really counts here. And it's, you know, that stuff will not go away right now, but it, me steaming out my ears is not not making it go away. <laughs> and and I think it, things can can be bad. I've certainly had experience with you know my Spencer, one of my horses here. When I first bought him, he's my big show horse, my step up show horse. We're gonna go out, we're gonna do fabulous things and get him here. And uh, did not realize that he'd never been turned out before, and uh, t- took him from a stall to a turnout, went back to get him in the afternoon, and he couldn't walk. He oh. torn both of his stifles. Um, so now my big fancy show horse, we're looking at, you know, at minimum of the nine months stall rest and, uh, and then come to find out he's allergic to Texas. He broke out in hives all
0: over his body. Oh, <laughs> oh.
1: And so we had to wait a year before we could test him. Now he's on shots every 21 days. Anyway, that all that goes to show is my plan Right. with this horse was, you know, I was going to get him and ride a little bit and we were going to start showing two years later, I have a deeper relationship with this horse. I understand this horse more. He is my four-legged equine child that I now give allergy shots to every 21 <laughs> days and have to have special shavings. And and you, you everything changed. Again, it just completely changed. So he was probably my first big lesson in, you think you got a plan. Right, right. <laughs> and, and really, you know, what the universe was trying to tell me Here's what we're trying to teach you now.
0: Mm-hmm. Sherman sure, uh, Spencer is your teacher. He
1: was my teacher, and he still is today. His personality is such that he—I really have to be tuned into him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I really have to. I cannot be on him and tuned into anything else. Although he is a horse that when my cell phone rings, when we're writing, he just stops. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's just like the word, Whoa. He's Great, <laughs> I'm stopping now.
0: <laughs> she needs to talk. I'm actually, I'm helping her out. I'm going to stop now. But, the...
1: but he's, he probably was my biggest influencer in terms of teaching me a whole other side of riding.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's really cool. And he and is, you, Western dressage has helped him. Oh my
1: gosh, absolutely. A horse he that, was
0: even spur trained and everything. Oh, and he, he has
1: first on his first stop. It's like, okay, this is. In, I mean, yeah, he is. He has taught me a lot. And then you know, big old goofball Harry, which class clown uh, that I've had for off and on, and now he is here and will live his remaining days here. Uh, I mean, just I've got three very unique and individual horses and that's what if people really can look they only know maybe their horse right but have the opportunity to interact with people and their other horses to realize they are just like I'm not going to put human characteristics on because they're not human but they all have their own personalities they're very
0: unique characters and if you can find
1: in your horse the fabulous things that make them unique and celebrate those things yeah there'll be things that you kind of go god that's really irritating well hello if you looked at your <laughs> mate or your kids lately or the, right. your coworkers, right. there's always going to be something that's Everybody a little irritating. irritating right you know i irritate the heck out of a lot of people but i have some good qualities too and so looking for and celebrating the good things uh and remembering when things are going bad but wait a minute right this is what I really like about this horse right
0: there's a whole there's a whole, whole individual yeah. character here mm-hmm. to work with
1: anyway so it's great yeah
0: well, thank you for your time. You're Penny, welcome. I really enjoy fun. talking with you. It is fun. It's and
1: fun to share. It is fun to share. It is fun yeah. to
0: share. And I will add on to the end of this interview how people can get in touch with Graymar Farm or anything else that you would like. But thank you for being part of the podcast, Penny. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed listening to this interview as much as Penny and I enjoyed talking with each other. For more information on how to reach Penny and Graymar Farm, please look at the show notes for this episode and have a great day.